Okay, we're continuing here along in the uh, outset of the Psicha, Chavis Alvavis. So up to a very difficult line to translate exactly what he means. There's different ideas to exactly what the Chavis Alvavis exactly means by this line. So we said the uh, the advantage of having can be talking in Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Menuchas Hanefesh. If someone does not have bitochen in Hashem, that means automatically, that means necessarily he has to have bitochen in something else and someone else. Here the Mashkiach made a little bit of an inference, a diuk. That means it doesn't mean he doesn't completely have bitochen in Hashem. He has been talking in Hashem as well, but he also trusts other things. As an example of that, he gives an example of that he trusts uh, the government, he trusts, uh, therefore he's secure because he trusts the, the police department, he, tr- he, he trusts his alarm system, therefore he feels safer. I remember a, a story that I read many, many years ago that left uh, an impression on me, and the safer all for the boss about Rabbi Yaakov uh, Yosef Herman that there was a time he had a fur shop in the Lower East Side. And there was a time where there was a, a requirement on all stores to put an alarm system in the store. He never felt he needed an alarm system because he, he felt he trusted HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But he was required to do it. So he put an alarm system in his store. But every night before he left the store, he opened the back window. Now, to some, that may seem a little bit reckless. Like, okay, you know, maybe don't trust the alarm system, but you don't have to, uh, you don't have to open up the door for, for a thief to have an easy in. And the answer is simple. That here, uh, Rabbi Yisif Yaakov Herman was someone who had a tremendous level of bitachin, and he felt that the fact that he now had an alarm system took away some of that bitokin, took away some of that trust that he had up until now, solely in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and now he felt that because he had this alarm system, it's only natural that that's also giving me some safety, giving me some security, helping me sleep better at night. And he felt he only wanted to have bitokin in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and no one else. And therefore, the way he did that was by showing that the alarm system is in, but it's not going to help me at all. He's going to continue only having trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Hashem, And someone who has bitochen in anyone or anything else besides Hashem, We're on this line right over here, for those that want to read along. Kajbarhu removes his Ashkocha from that person and places it in the one that the person trusted in. What does that mean exactly? So again, there's a few approaches here. The way the Mashkiach explained it, that if a person trusts in some system, he trusts in a system, or there's the alarm system, he trusts in his own Chachma, as the Chavis Avavis goes on to say this. He trusts in his own abilities. He trusts in his own smarts, in his own astuteness to be able to be successful. 
then Hashem says, okay, then I'm going to leave it up to you. Sometimes you'll be successful, other times not. If a person believes in a system, what we call Sibo Masayvev, cause and effect, if you do A, you should, it should result in B. If you do B, it should result in C. And that's the way of the world. That's the way of Derech HaTeva. That's the natural way of things. If a person believes that in the natural way of things, A equals B and B equals C, so Hashem says, okay, then you're going to be in that system. And in that system, so then you have to work within that system. And not always does it come out the best for a person dealing in that system. In other words, if a person believes in the cause and effect system, in the Teva system, then Hashem says, you'll be left up to the whims of the Derech HaTeva system. And at times it could be proven successful, but at other times, Hashem says, you're going to have to go in what cause and effect would demand right now, even though if you would have been trusted solely in me, Hashem says, I could have avoided all systems. I could have dealt directly with you. But if you want to go with the Derech HaTeva system with cause and effect, then like this world works, you have to go through, sometimes through bureaucracy. You sometimes have to go through the system and it's not so easy to get to the end or the goal that you would like to. As opposed to if a, if a, if a, if a person trusts solely in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then things work only directly from him. That's one idea of how this system works of a Baruch Hu removes his own Nashkocha and places the person in the in the system or the people that he trusts. I'm going to present two other ideas on this topic. A, a more uh, Hasidic approach is that where is the person getting his chiyas from? Where is he getting his his security from? His his energy, his uh, his boost of confidence to go forward. He can get it from two sources. He can get it either directly from Hashem, that Hashem is home Hashem Hashem is the one he trusts in, and then it's coming from a holy source. Or he can get it from some other system, and he's going to feel secure. He's going to feel somewhat confident. But it's not coming from a pure source. It's coming from a source of, of Tumah. It's an approach. But there's really an, an overall question on whatever approach you take. It seems to be a little bit problematic. And that is that we know in the famous words of the Rabban in the end of Parshish Boy, where he says that there is, there is no such thing as Teva Umenogim Shaloylam. In other words, what we call Teva is really, like the Chazanish coins it, is the Neis Hayoyser Masmit. It's just the miracle that is more frequent. It's the miracle that we're more accustomed to. But saying that there's sort of a system of Teva and a system called Bitochen and Hashem seems to suggest an idea of Kfirah, of heresy. It seems to suggest that there is another system. But the Ramban tells us very clearly that from the great and clear miracles then a person comes to realize and admit that indeed all of what happens in the world are all miracles, albeit hidden. A person can't say, I'm part of the, the, the 
the Bnei Yisrael, I'm part of the a Talmud of Moshe Rabbeinu. At Shanaman until he believes the Chol Dvoreinu Mikreinu, but every matter that happens to him, the Kulam Nisim, Ein Bam Tavim and Agashaloylam. It's all miracles. It's all hidden miracles, but it's all miracles. I mean, it's all divinely guided by the hand of Hashem. There is no such thing as Teva. Teva, ha-teva equals alikim. In other words, the Teva is Tavua. Hashem is sunken in to the Teva, and Hashem sort of drowns himself in the Teva that he can't even be seen. That's the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's able to cloak himself, not be seen, and make it seem as if things happen on their own. So here there's an idea from the Yosef Sechayim, from Chaim Friedlander, in the Pirkei Amun of Ashkoch in Chelek Aleph, all at the end of the Sefer here, page Tof Lamedalid. It's a nice little kuntris uh, at the end of the Sefer. It's a nice, uh, nice, easy reading if you if you uh, if you would like. But in Ois Beis, he mentions in passing this idea from the Chavos Avavos and gives it uh, an explanation. And really, in his explanation, he's typifying exactly the underlying idea of what Bitochen is. Very simply put, and it's based on the Chazenish, and it's based on really many, many hundreds of years before that Rabbi Already 800 years prior to the Chazenish, Rabbi Niyayna already said this in his way, in his style, and the Chazenish really just brought out the point a little bit sharper in his style. So let me just read a few lines here from Chaim Friedlander. How much a person is able to see clearly the Yad Hashem, Hashem's hand, orchestrating everything in his life and in the world? That's dependent on us. Depending on how much a person places his trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he strengthens himself by Yediyah. With this knowledge, Shaakol Mimenu, strengthening oneself with the idea with this knowledge is basically the idea that we said before. Amuna is the theory, Amuna is the Chazanish writes, Amuna is the Halacha, and Bitochen is the Lamaisa. This Halacha Lamaisa, the Halacha, you learn through the Halacha, you have the theory, you have the idea, and now we put it into practice. That's Bitochen. So, as much as a person is Meschazic himself, he strengthens himself in this knowledge, Shaakol Mimenu, that everything is from him. And he sees, and he wants to see, and he looks for it, to always see how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is involved in his life. The truth is, the, 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 the Chofetz Chaim writes in a place in Shem Oilam that he calls a little bit of a segula, and he proves it from a Gemara. He says that when a person immediately reacts to a situation that may seem to be harmful, that may seem to be what we call bad, if the person reacts immediately by saying, this was Yad Hashem, or in other words, Gamzu Lateva, he says a person is Zoycha then to be able to see exactly how this played out for the good. And he proves it from the famous Gemara at the end of Brachis. Rabbi Akiva went to a town Nobody gave him lodging. He had to go to the woods right near the town. He had a cat. 
He had a he had a uh, he had a chicken rather, and he had a donkey to carry his packages, and he had a nary he had a candle to learn from. See, he bothered him. Why is nobody giving him any uh, lodging over there? No gamzula teva, or in his expression, called Rachmano letavavid. Everything Hashem does, he does for good. That's what he said, and then he went out to the to the forest. The wind comes along, blows out blows out the the candle. Called Rachmano letavavid. And then the lion came, ate up his donkey, and the cat came and ate up his chicken. And on every instance, he says, Kol Everything Hashem does, He does for good. And the next morning, he wakes up and he sees that robbers had come to the town, had killed everybody out, and he would have been one of those victims. And the Chofetz Chaim says, You see from this Gemara, not just a nice story, and not just to be placed on Bitochen, but when a person reacts immediately with saying, Gamzul this too is from Hashem. Not only will he then be mechazek his bitochen in it, but he will also have that merit to be able to see exactly why it was good for him. Habayteach b'teva continues with Chaim Friedlander. Someone who's bayteach in the teva, teva. They give him over in the yada teva. Kloima. What does this mean? Someone who wishes to ignore the fact that Hashem controls everything. And he wants to rely He wishes to rely on cause and effect. He wishes to rely on the system that he knows to be sort of much more comfortable for himself. Then Hashem says, I'll behave with you in that fashion as well. It's as if, indeed, a person will, what the, the, the downside here is, what the oinish, the punishment for such a person, says Reb Chaim Friedlander, is not that not everything is going to be controlled by Hashem. Even the Teva is controlled by Hashem. But the punishment here is that Hashem will remove Himself even more. And it will be less and less apparent that Hashem indeed is involved in this person's life. This is This is how he explains from Reb Dessler how this works. When a, when a person removes the trust that he has in Hashem and trusts in something else and someone else and some of the system, Hashem says, I control the Teva anyway. Hashem controls all the Teva. But Hashem will then hide himself even deeper and deeper into the Teva and the person will not be able to be, merit seeing the Yad Hashem. In other words, the the... The menuchas hanefesh that a bal bitochen is able to have and gain from having bitochen is that indeed he's able to see everything in his life as ayat Hashem. Everything in his life is ashkochas Hashem. So no matter what happens to him, no matter what's going on in the world, he's always very comfortable, he's very secure because he never trusted in anything else. And the same thing that was going on all this time, Hashem was controlling, he, he continues to trust that. And he's able to see that. He's able to feel that. He's able to sense that. That's the greatness of a Baal Bitochen. The Menuch HaSanefesh comes from the sensing of that Hashem is in control. Now when a person removes that from himself and places it in some other system, then what happens is that even though it is still being controlled by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all the strings are being pulled. But then Hashem says, but I'm going to go deeper into my hiding and a person won't merit to be able to see it. But the, the, uh, that's how the uh, Reb Chaim Friedlander explains 
this line over here, that if a person removes the someone who relies on anything else besides Hashem, Hashem is not going to show His watchful eye, His watchful hand over the person. And then He'll place Him in the hand of the one He trusts. And then it's going to seem more and more apparent. And then the person's going to be, it's going to be a a continuous chase that he now tries to do even more to try to chase more of the things that seem to be the things controlling his life. Because he's going to be able to, he's going to see less and less of the Yad Hashem. So, that, so again, to, to summarize, the Menuchas HaNefesh of a Baal B'Tachin comes because he totally places his trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He removes all other forms of security in his life and through that, with this idea now, through that, he also merits that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, be, will then show him. He'll be able to sense it, he'll be able to see it more and more than indeed the Yad Hashem is apparent and clear in his life. Okay, a good Tanakh.